Hello and welcome to Say When, a geeky podcast, episode 47. Today is August 3rd and we are going to be talking about the Black Widow movie and Loki. I'm Sally. And I'm Melissa. And I'm Frankie. And the whining that you hear in the background is our Black Lab. His name is Bo and he really needs attention. I apologize in advance. I'm doing the best I can. Drax is behind me on the couch, so we're, I'm hopeful that he's going to stay asleep and not do the same. So, Well, we're currently down a dog because my eldest, eldest child um, moved out and he took his dog with him. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. That's <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> It's funny. We both congratulated you. Like a boomerang, or if he's gonna stay gone. And for the record, to anyone who's listening, it's not like we kicked out a 13-year-old. No, he's 23, and we didn't kick him out. He, I mean, he was 23 years. He's 23. So I mean, it was it was it was time <laughs> um so yeah good stuff good stuff so yeah he took his dog with him and so it's a little strange and then my youngest is like so we can have another dog and i'm like yeah can we just hang with the ones we got for a moment please so but yeah she's she's excited that we might get another dog so how's this month been doing aside from my little dropped a bomb because i haven't even talked to y'all about that at all How's it, Frankie, you've been traveling. Soon. I've been traveling. Travel. I was in Maine. Um, Maine. I just got back from Maine. That was uh, it's a long drive. And I will tell yeah. you, the thing about going to Maine, Maine is full. All the right. people, all the peoples in the Northeast have converged on Maine, and there's no more room <laughs> in Maine for more people. All the places are full. Are they sitting or are they? Uh, uh, it's, it was just crazy. Like there was one restaurant that it said we are. That like it, like if you tried to book a, it said we are fully booked for the rest of the season. There's wow. no reservations to be made, none. Wow. Um, like uh. And lobster like, prices were higher, huh? Lobster prices were higher. Um, like going on hikes and stuff like that, where you park, mm-hmm. the parking lots were overrun. Wow. Yeah. So like it wasn't like these little like pieces like you could you could spread out, but. There were people on your hike, like yeah. always. Okay. Like people, like you always saw people. You're like, all right, well, we're all we're all doing this together. Yeah. So. What are you, Melissa? Well, this is going to come as a shock, but I've been kayaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like I've only that's been what I've been doing for like the past however many episodes. Um, but yeah, kayaking. Oh, and this is new. I got a spray tan for the first time Ooh, in my entire life in one of those little machines that you stand in naked. And it, you know, you probably can't tell now because apparently they only last like a few days. I didn't realize this at the time because yeah. I was a newbie. But um, so that was fun. Can you get any color you want? You can. They give you like this selection. Like Can you put you like have, stickers all over your body and make like cool things? Yeah, you could. You totally could. They give you <laughs> they give you stickers for your feet so that you don't get, you know, yucky tan 
lines on your feet on the bottom of your feet and then they give you this stuff to put in the palm of your hand so that you don't get like weird coloration on the palm of your hand and but honestly the rest of my body was pretty like evenly tanned I was really happy with it so I will be (laughs) what are we looking at Frankie (laughs) tell us what we are looking at so so you you said a phrase you said you did it did it make it and then I'm like Wait a minute. Um, did I give you like two round stickers? No, no. Like you just. <laughs> oh yeah, everything gets tan. So everything's everything says. gets tan. So you, uh, they instruct you that whenever it's running down your backside to stick your butt out, so that you know, especially when you have a butt like mine, underneath your butt gets tanned as well. And you so is it like a mist? I'm, 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 I want to do this now. It's I'm a mist. Gonna... It's a mist. And so you've got like this little oh, robot I, I don't telling care. you where to stand. You know, put your toes on one and your heels on four. Face tanning now. And then you get misted on the front. And then you got to turn to the side. And then you got to turn to the other side. And then you got to turn around and pick your butt out. Here's, here's the thing. Why limit it to just tan colors? Right, Why you could be I pink be, or, or green. I could be a Smurf. Or purple. I could right. be a Smurf, right? I could be like a life-size Smurf. That would be fine. Oh, that's Especially for Halloween. Yeah, it's the way to do Hulk. Yeah. A Hulk, and here's the thing. You could do like little shapes and colors too. Like, so you could like, could I get more than one? T- like, like, you know how you do like, uh, you can maybe like put some stuff on and then you put like polka dots or stuff like that. You could have like a whole imaging. Board. I am excited about this. This may be a business I open. <laughs> well, you should totally do it and I would come. And you're, you're going to drive to Virginia for a self I would like get leopard spots. I think that would be fun. No, I'm t- next time I'm down, Peter? next time I'm down in SC, we are going to get me a spray tan. Yeah, let's do it. It's fun. I know the place. I know the place. So what about your go. face? Oh, here's the fun part. Like I went in there totally unprepared. My face was fully made up. I had jeans on, which is, you should not wear that. And I had lotion on my legs and deodorant on. You're supposed to like take a shower and like just go in there factory settings all the way. And um, so the little girl was so sweet. She gave me wipes, all the things I needed to like clean my body off (laughs) and prepare. So it was it was an interesting experience at my age to have done this for the very first time in my life. But it seems like the ideal way to do things if you're having um an event. Yeah. So like for instance, I actually had I did a spray tan, only they didn't do it that way, the way you're described it wasn't the same way. Um what right before I had my wedding portraits made, you know, like wetting down whole nine yards on the ground mm-hmm. and in and all that. Um, I had a, a tan like painted on then. Um and that seems like the ideal way to do something like that. You know, not necessarily Yeah, it's totally for an event. It doesn't last long enough to to be for anything else. But I was like, I am not gonna be the whitest girl for a change out <laughs> kayaking. That's awesome. Is there any yeah. SP and in that? No. There's no SPF? No. And you can't bathe for four hours after, you know? So, um, 
me and Tanya went out to dinner right immediately after I had to, I had to go buy a sundress for this because the girl's like, Oh no, you don't want to wear those jeans. You're going to have like imprints on your butt. If you, (laughs) if you wear those jeans after you get the spray tan, I was like, well, that won't do. I'll be back. So I went and got a sundress and then came back. It was just a total impromptu thing. So I met Tanya afterwards looking like an Oompa Loompa for a minute. It's, it sinks in, it like settles in. And, but at the, at the, like the first hour or so, I looked a little bit to me because I'm not used to having color. I looked a little bit orange, but it turned bronze and it looked great. Um, after like I woke up the next morning, I was like, dang, I look good. But <laughs> I was happy with it. I will definitely be doing it again. Okay. This is not a paid advertisement, but <laughs> spray tanning was fun. It was a fun experience. Oh, and it blow dries you like from t- head to toe. <laughs> okay. Um, well, um, we had a lot of things happen. Plus, uh, upcoming, the Suicide Squad drops this week. Oh, yes. James Gunn's The Suicide Squad drops this week. So um, this pod will probably be out after that drops and and i think we had, we had planned to do a pod on the suicide squad and it might just take us a while to get back to it just because as we were talking about before the pod we're all adults with lives and it just it's hard to find the time um i thought you were gonna say we're adults with drinks in our hands because we're that too. that too but it is hard to find the time to to do a, a podcast so um but Melissa's planning on watching the Suicide Squad over at my house, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to that. Frankie, are you looking forward to that or no? I am. I really enjoyed that. To me, Suicide Squad was the bet one of the best DC mm-hmm. done movies. Okay. So. Um, we loved the first one, but yeah, I we did. I watched the trailer for this one, and I'm a little bit concerned. Okay. But, you know, what concerns you? I don't, you know, it's been so long since I watched it that I don't remember exactly now. But when I watched it, I just kind of, it fell a little flat. Okay. Um, So I'm hopeful that usually they hit the highlights in a trailer and I didn't feel like there were a lot of highlights in this one. So, okay. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Frankie? What did you Uh, think about the trailer? You know, same thing. I was like, it's it's hard to live up to. It's always you know, it's always hard for sequels to live up, and a lot a lot of times. Um, and I just it was kind of the same thing. I was like, I'm excited about it, but this is like, come on, come on, DC, don't mess up again. Well, so. y'all don't think? I mean, James Gunn arguably has been successful with um, with his uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Y'all don't think that he can pull it off with the Suicide Squad? Um, <laughs> I mean, he, he made an interesting point. I think it, I think it was him that made the point that, that uh, DC in some ways is a little bit more flexible because it has, um, I, don't, I don't know, I guess because it's not owned by Disney, ultimately, it feels like it can have the rated R films, right? It can have the Joker, which I never watched, but I mean, I know a lot of people watch it. Um, and it was I fell asleep watching it during the new year 
that it, when it came out, like it wow. was just, That's but I had all, I mean, it was also late at night when I was trying to watch it and it was the new year and I had a lot of adult beverages. So there's that. But, you know, Harley Quinn, the Harley Quinn movie, wasn't that rated R2? Which one? Um, Birds of Prey? Birds of Prey. Yeah, that was awesome. I love that movie. I just recently watched that again, actually. I own it. See, I wouldn't have put that under the category of awesome, but it was entertaining. Um, I loved it. I love that she finally just like broke free of that toxic relationship and was doing her own thing. And I loved everything about it. And the soundtrack, I still listen to that like almost every day. Something from that song I listen to almost every, um, from that soundtrack I listen to almost every day. Well, I think that still, it just, it's interesting to me that because DC, I think feels a little more unfettered by that P13 yeah. um, rating. And um, I mean, that's not to say that there aren't Marvel things that are like TVMA, because you've got some of the Netflix stuff, right? The Luke Cage, the, the Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's Netflix. And it's and right. it a very different feel to it than, than the regular, you know, Marvel stuff. Um, but uh, anyway, um, I... I I don't have an opinion on the Suicide Squad yet. I'm just sort of looking forward to it. Um, and I actually watched Suicide Squad the other day, kind of in and out of the room watching the Suicide Squad or watching Suicide Squad. And I, and I was remembering how much I liked it. So I'm kind of looking forward to this n- new one. Um, I'm just scared to compare it, <laughs> you know? Um, and is it going to make my brain hurt by is this a multiverse or, you know, what? Oh, speaking of multiverses should we roll that's into a loki great on that? that's, a great. that's a great segue to loki yeah <laughs> well done well done so, so um i have seen a lot of discourse online about loki um how are y'all feeling about it what did y'all like it didn't like it where were we how'd we come in on it thumbs up thumbs down it's definitely a thumbs up for me but it was a little slow going in the beginning and the last episode to me was star Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know i remember that right because frankie and i watched it well before you did Mm -hmm. and you were like oh does this get better for a bit and then and then right at the end you were like wait is the last one does it matter and we're like uh yeah Yeah. (laughs) you know watch the last one really um, I mean, they really broke open the whole multiverse thing, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that opens up so many possibilities, like of where DCU can go now. I mean, you mean Marvel? Yeah. I mean Marvel. Dang it! I keep getting those mixed up. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it does. I mean, because that's Marvel. that's a great way to bring in the X-Men and Fantastic Four and the people that were under the Fox umbrella for so long. Like, why weren't they there for all of this? Right. Right. Well, what about the, um, like the Eternals and whatnot? Do you think that's going to come in under that sort of multiverse banner or no? I think so. I think um, the next Doctor Strange movie is the movie that's supposed to be the one that's going to kind of like give us the sampling of everything that's going to happen. So, um, 
It's definitely a possibility. Um, and and you, because the timelines are going to unravel, it kept talking about that, you know, this whole chaos thing, keeping everything separate. So, <clears throat> yeah, I think, like, I, I looked at it and, like, you know, the whole Loki thing, the, 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 the Marvel side of it, they just do a great job of, like, kind of teasing you and putting it all in and stuff like that. Even if the story isn't the best story, you're still like, all right, I see where you're going. This I see that you're like, I'm always looking forward to what you got have to give me next. If that makes sense. So, so like a timeline where Black Widow survives. I don't think so. I I mean, from what I read, I think her little sister takes over just because I think they're just going to try to move into a get a younger generation of, of heroes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, but I'm just saying is sadly we get an old <laughs> but, but theoretically speaking there would be a timeline where she survives right yes because there is no more sacred timeline so right. theoretically speaking mm-hmm. there could be a timeline where everything falls apart or whatever you know where dr strange one of his other quadruple million things happened and thanos wins right if they can be an alligator Loki, she can survive. Right. I'm, I'm a huge fan of alligator Loki. I like way. alligator Loki too. <laughs> when he latched onto that guy's hand, I started, <laughs> I just died laughing. Well, I enjoyed, awesome. um, um, oh gosh, now, now his na- head or his, his name's so Richard. He played uh, one of the bad guys in the monstrosity um what was it he he played the new general that shot hucks what was his name it's just slipped my mind i enjoyed his loki because he like comes out and does all the things you know mm-hmm. and it was interesting to me too where he had that line where he says you know yes we're all loki's and and we have a propensity to survive which to me was sort of interesting um because Loki is a survivor no matter what, you know. Um, the other thing was when it said, you know, Loki will return in those credits, it seemed to imply that that um, it's Hiddleston's Loki, right? Because it was that last name Loki. It wasn't like Alligator Loki, although I was amused by Alligator Loki too. Um, female Loki. And how about female Loki and male Loki, like having a love connection? like Smoochy boochy. <laughs> yeah, that, that really talk bothered, about that yeah my that bothered my oldest child she was like i don't like that that and i was like eh, doesn't really, well not the narcissism old. at its finest well i mean if you can't love yourself all right anyway. ask the divinals <laughs> it didn't it didn't bother me and let me let me say why because it seemed like and, and for the sake of this discussion, when I say Loki, I mean Hiddleston Loki, okay? Um, Loki finally seemed to have a real connection to someone. And I'm not even talking about like love, right? Or like a love connection or smoochy, smoochy love. Co- he legitimately seemed to have a very real connection to someone that he, in the final analysis, was not interested in betraying. Maybe there's an underlying message in all of this about self-love. Maybe. 
Maybe. If you, if you can't love yourself, who can you love? I don't know. I like that. But I mean, or or you could say it's narcissism. But I mean, and there's a lot. There's a lot of again, man, the online discourse around this stuff. It's like people. <laughs> they get so mad about it like people that like ship sylvia and loki i mean there are people out there calling them sick and twisted and i want to shoot you in the face kind of thing and i'm like i don't read any of that i think you might need some help professional i think that would just make me angry to read that so i don't i don't read any of the I, I, other people's opinions you know, I, I come would, into these podcasts completely blind of what else is out there. <laughs> I'm just saying, I wasn't even looking for it. And I like stumbled on it. I'm like, what is the fresh hell is this nonsense? Because it never occurred to me to be like upset about. But then again, I am not emotionally attached to Loki. So. I'm team Thor. So there's that. Team Cap. Yeah. So, there so I went into this like, Eh. Loki. Yeah, I mean, they they killed off my team, so I'm like, whatever, yeah. I don't care anymore. Um, although they didn't, I mean, because you know, of course, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier sort of ends as Captain America and Winter Soldier, so. and I can get on board with I can get on board with the Falcon being uh, Captain America. It's just for me, Chris Evans was Captain. America. Yeah, it's so, so hard, isn't it? Yeah. to make that transition and i i know that we have to let go of yeah. the pe people our age so that the younger generation can have somebody they can relate to because isn't that what it's all about like being That's able to funny. relate That's to a so superhero and, and we're gonna die so you need right like the, the younger generation needs somebody they can relate to but it's sad snarky comments to make that i'm not gonna make because y'all don't want to hear it okay <laughs> so ultimately we liked loki then. Yeah, I was it started, able to get. I agree. It started slow and it finished yeah. strong. Yeah, it finished strong. So hang in there if you're just now watching it. Hang in there. We've had three Marvel uh, limited run or small series, right? We had uh, one division. We had uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and now we've had Loki, which is your favorite of the three. They have been pushing out some good content. But which is your favorite? My favorite is uh, WandaVision. Oh, and see, I'm talking in Winter Soldier. Mine's WandaVision. I'm torn. In the end, I hated WandaVision, so I'll take that one out of the running entirely. Um, I would say that it's going to be, for me, Falcon and Winter Soldier by nose, which might surprise y'all. Or maybe not, but no, <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> that Falcon and Winter Soldier doesn't make my head hurt. All the different timelines make my head hurt. Yeah, that doesn't really make my head hurt, but it's just so overdone. It kind of just like, here we go again. Multiverses. <laughs> I think that hopefully that will die down because I think I think they're just trying to get it all together and they that's the way they decided to pull it all together mm -hmm. to make something. I mean, they had to do it that way to pull it right. all together because I mean, and that's so, how 
a lot of people get away. It's just kind of like a, yeah, that's the way they get away with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's move into Black Widow, which I, I got through pre- premium access. Did you get it through premium access, Frankie? Yeah. So you didn't go to the theater for it. Can we discuss like our thoughts on, so, you know, post pandemic now, well, I mean, I know we're still in the midst of the pandemic, but like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Um, Like the theaters are open again. Yeah. So that's what I mean by post pandemic. There was a point in time when we could not go to a theater. Now we can go to a theater but we're choosing not to go to a theater, some of us. And I actually, like, I prefer not going to a theater if I have access to a how many inch TV? <laughs> and I think our TV is 65 inches here. Yeah. So I watched it on Sally's 65 inch TV. And I was. Popcorn. <laughs> with a bowl of popcorn in my. Um, yeah, I, I was happy doing that and not fighting a crowd of people, not having to worry. Like, we could pause the movie if we want to and go to the bathroom and come back and not miss a thing. That you I get think the best seat in the house, too, right? Like, yeah, you're if, right if up front. You're theater, you're like, think about the times you're like, you're stuck beside somebody or smelly or kicky or whatever. No, 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 no. Your feet are sticking to the floor. No, you don't have to deal with all that. And like I said, it's cheaper. Yeah, a lot cheaper. So I'm just kind of curious, like if, you know, any listeners out there want to comment, like, what do you prefer? Do you miss the theater? Um, Are you happy that it's open back? Do you You prefer watching movies at home? What are your preferences? Theoretically, I miss the theater, but I don't think I actually do. Because it sounds like a silly thing to say. But for instance... I haven't done it yet, but I know I'm going to do premiere access for Jun- Jungle Cruise, right? And if I was taking my three daughters to go see Jungle Cruise, it's more than $30 to get us in the front door. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I buy a bucket of popcorn, I'm up to 40 something. And then if I bought everybody a drink, now I'm, I'm, now I'm pushing 70 bucks, right? So... You know, I can go to Five Below and buy everybody whatever movie candy they want for a dollar each, pop some popcorn in the in the kitchen, and here's your drink. And I'm into yeah. 40 bucks. Or we can even set up our outdoor movie. I mean, we experience got a projector and mm-hmm. we can just project it and yeah, I mean it's I mean we did that. Um Melissa wasn't with us, but we were we were camping and we set up our a, we set up a sort of a makeshift screen and we watched Captain America and Winter Soldier outside you know and Perfect. Yeah. yeah and and we had the popcorn and the drinks and whatnot and it's just we we were not at the drive-in but we were at the sit-in I guess <laughs> we were we were sitting you know at at our campsite watching a movie and it was fine so. I mean, for me, this is fine. Mm-hmm. It's um, and it may be that I go back into a theater and like, man, I missed this, but nothing has tempted me to do it yet. Beyond yeah. just concerns about you know the Delta variant of coronavirus, nothing yeah. has tempted me 
back into the theater, especially not for a kid's movie. Oh yeah, never for, not for a kid's movie. I was, I was actually, that's where I was in my head. I was going, I was like, is there a, you know, a non-kid movie? You know, I want to say adult movie. I'm not talking about like an adult movie. I'm just talking about like a non-kid movie, a grown-up movie. For instance, it's yeah. coming out in what, October on HBO Max? Yeah. And that's a movie that I might've gone to see in the theater, but it's going to be on HBO Max. I'll, I'll sit in my living room and watch Dune. Yeah, right? same thing. But that is a movie that, that's not geared towards kids, which is, I think, what you were saying. Yeah. And I, Melissa, you're welcome to come over. Thanks. Watch Dune. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's fine with me. Frankie, if you're in town, come on over. But I'll get some chicken wings. Bring the, hey, we can eat some chicken wings in this house. When does it come out again? October? That would be prime time to like have an outdoor movie screening. Yeah. Because it'll be nice out. We should totally do that. If you're in town, Frankie, we'll all just like get some chicken wings and we can set up underneath my little covered area and watch the movie. Yeah, it's get dark at a reasonable hour too. So, okay, so back to Black Widow, which Black. we all watched in the comfort of, you know, a comfy leather couch. Um, I have heard one person say that it was so bad that it did not deserve the Marvel name. That's one person. I've heard, but I've heard that that is the that is actually just one person that I've heard. But it really that's literally the only person that I've heard. Like, of course, I don't watch reviews, so there's that. But we all know. Support there, Melissa. This makes me want to drink more to hear this comment. once we post the pod i'm just gonna drop this pod right underneath this comment on your facebook post and see yeah you should because that comment i don't even get at all at all it was so where would this you break it though what i mean like is this a top five, top five marvel movie top three because i'd say uh... i mean okay let's let's start with other okay compared to wonder woman but Wonder Woman's DC. Woman's DC. No, no, let's just go with female lead action heroes. Oh, okay. Second. All right. Gotcha. Female so, lead. I would definitely put it in the top five for female lead. Female lead. For sure. I would, yeah. I would even put it top three for female lead. So like birds, of, like, I'm including birds of prey, you know, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Top five for me. Uh, you know what? For me, it probably comes in at number two. Wow, really? Behind the original Wonder Woman? Behind Wonder Woman. Okay, so Wonder Woman and then this. What about you, Melissa? God, this is a tough question. Um, Probably four for me. Okay, so what are your your three above it? Um, Marvel, Captain Marvel. Okay. Wonder Woman. Uh Uh, Birds of Prey? Birds of Prey, yeah. Those are my top three faves and then this one falls into number four okay so i put it as my third i actually like this one i still like this one better than i did birds of prey i mean not that i dislike the birds of prey that i liked yeah i mean there's different reasons for liking it right yeah. like mm-hmm. 
for me, birds of prey was like, you go, Harley, you, you get rid of that toxic relationship. <laughs> you know, like you know, certain movies hit certain people, like, you know, like, like it can, can relate to certain things. Right. 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 So, but yeah. I love the backstory and this movie was just nonstop action. Like there was not a dull moment, mm-hmm. not one. Like I was not sitting there yawning at any point during this movie. Well, so how anybody could not have enjoyed it, I just don't understand. Well, I would also say I like the casting in this film. Yeah, great casting. The casting was really well done. I really like mm-hmm. Rachel Weiss. It's Weiss. Weiss? Weiss. Um, and she's actually, um, she was Evelyn in uh, The Mummy, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. I remember. And I love that movie too. And I love her. Adored it. I adored that movie. Like adored it. it it's that is one of my favorite action films, actually. Um so yeah, I, I always I've always enjoyed her um as an actress. And then I mean there were things in this movie I just didn't see coming. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. I love it. And then they pull in some things from the other marvel films that you've seen before so it doesn't come out of nowhere but it's still a little bit surprising because they haven't used it a lot like the mask right that looks so much like someone else we've seen that before so it wasn't like oh you just made that up but at the same time it was like oh i didn't see that i mean maybe you saw it coming i didn't see it coming and but it still made sense in that context and um you know why she's taking a punch to the face it's making sense in that context once once they kind of do the thing so um yeah I, I liked it I really really did I thought I thought it was good and then um you know the whole gum chewing incident um somebody the same person actually said why was she chewing gum and I thought it related back to Captain America Winter Soldier where she was chewing gum with Captain America like she'd stolen the gum out of, or she'd gotten the gum out of the vending machine when she pulled out the jump drive but I, I don't am I I don't know. Maybe it's out of left field. Maybe she was just chewing gum in that scene. But I was like, maybe that's what it relates to. Because to me, that was pretty pivotal that she noted that jump drive and made certain to get her hands on it and apparently bought all the gum in front of it um, <laughs> to get it. But anyway, I this this is like probably number two female lead movie and of the marvel movies i would say it's easily in the top five it covered so many things like Mm -hmm. you know these children who were raised in this fictitious family that they thought was real wasn't real like the struggles like you just if you're at all empathic (laughs) you know you just kind of feel for them Mm -hmm. and what they must be going through like as they come to these different realizations and the and other i'm sorry go ahead no that was pretty much it mm-hmm. sorry, I, the other thing was i really appreciated because they really give you okay so she's black widow right mm-hmm. but now you realize there are other widows and they're right widows mm-hmm. and it, it just i was like oh my gosh and so to me that really does open up stuff there too right that this is this isn't just her there are right. other women out there like her and and so on and so forth and i really i just really appreciated that too and um the credit scene where you get um 
Julie Dreyfus, right? Mm-hmm. What is her character name? Oh, because yeah, because she makes you know her parents in Captain America Winter Soldier. Yeah, she made parents there, and now and now a credit scene, and she's because she's basically made U.S. agent, and now she's making Black Widow's younger sister. She's pointing her at Clint. <laughs> it's like. Ugh. Can't kill Clint. I mean, they can, but, mm-hmm. but I think Count, that's Countess it. Valentina Allegra del Fontaine. You're a shorter name for her. Yeah. Yeah. So Valentina. So she's the Countess that is like the kind of a villain maker. Yeah. I, I don't really remember her that much from my kid childhood comics like a, she's vaguely like a vaguely maybe vaguely remember but you know it seems like she was linked to hydra a little bit back then but, right okay like but well, he was like a really the baron zemo kind of thing gotcha but you know that's that's going back a long long way an aristocracy yeah. well i appreciate it too but i appreciate that they're using across mediums the opportunity to open up like this is where we're going next right to steal yes. some of those credit scenes i do appreciate that um because it would be easy to do this poorly and i think that disney's trying desperately to avoid that trap um, but i mean it automatically links it to hawkeye which is coming out this fall right right you know, oh you're like hey great i can just, i really liked her and i'm going to see her again in hawkeye right and like I really like it. like it, I like it was great casting. I thought she was you know Florence Pugh. Is that yeah, Florence Pugh, great casting, and she cracked me up when she uh you know playing the, the little sister. You're such a poser. Poser. I loved it. I know. <laughs> awesome. When you she's all she's all wounded and they're in the store. <laughs> when you do this. When you do this and she's like, you see her barely moving, you're like, what is she doing? And then she gets down in the pose. <laughs> that was the comedy. It was like so well balanced. The movie was really well balanced. <laughs> she does it again. Poser. It was like I was a fighting nice- for freedom. You were posing. <laughs> I was just like, if something happened to you, then one of the big ones would go after. What do you mean one of the big ones? <laughs> I found the big ones. <laughs> We're proud of you, but you're not a big Avenger. You're a little Avenger. <laughs> you're a second string Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, I mean, and and to see Natasha's grave, okay, that sucked on a lot of levels. Yeah, that did. That was tough. And you know it's empty, which makes it suck even more. So or to see her memorial, I suppose is what I should say. That was not fun. I didn't enjoy that at all. So, yeah, it, it just—they did it well. I—that's I, all I got. That's all I got. They did it well. I thought it was good. I hate that it took so long. I mean, it definitely falls under the category of about daggum time. Um, but I'm really glad they did it. Really. What do you guys know about the lawsuit, by the way, as we talk about it? Because, like, I think you know, because like the timing clearly to me cost Disney money they could have done this way earlier in the series um but like well, I, I, I know that she's 
suing them because I think she got paid like $20 million, but she was supposed to get like something else, right? Probably proceeds or profit. Like, bo- like bo- box office seats. I mean, sales. And, and, and you know, Disney Plus changes that. But I think it's just one of the, this is on the leading edge of, of what movies are becoming and they're going to have to change pay structure, right? Yeah. Stars are going to have to figure it out because and I think this is this is Scarlett Johansson trying to protect her revenue stream, which, you know, I I sympathize. Um, and I think she's not just doing it for herself, right? Because, no, I mean I agree. Like I didn't know if there was just I didn't I didn't read the lawsuit because it's just well I didn't either. I, I at a certain point that the trials and tribulations of the already fabulously wealthy don't really bother me that much. Um, <laughs> Should I not have said that out loud? I didn't mean that. I meant it. Yeah, I meant that. <laughs> um, sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Or your twenty million dollars wasn't enough for you. I understand why it's the principle of the matter. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, I get it. But I, I do. I get where she's kind of coming from. But but it, I don't care enough to research it. Right. I am just saying, as a broader thing, I think they're going to have to rethink compensation going forward and understand that increasingly this is how things are going to happen especially for films that are you know films that that families maybe are going to watch mm-hmm. I, I will say that i thought it, it i thought it had a lot of language though i did think it was heavy on the uh, bad language for the, for a marvel film yeah, it wasn't, but you know what? It wasn't as bad as, say, Jumanji 2. True, true. Jumanji 2 had a lot of bad language in it. So, um, yeah. but it still didn't stop me from laughing at it. <laughs> um, and I like the Jumanji films, but um, yeah, I, I think we're getting a little bit more desensitized to the language again. Because you know what? If you remember back to like the 80s, language in the 80s was a lot worse than it is like even adventures in babysitting That's... dropped the f-bomb and that was rated pg and that one word would have thrown it a pg-13 rating after what 1992 yeah so i think we're kind of backing off on the language is making it a PG thirteen or a PG film, right? Yeah, I think I think we're backing off on that. Personally, I mean, I could be wrong, but um, but it seems to me that that the language thing is becoming less important when it comes to ratings than it has been for the last twenty years or so. I'm very wrong. I don't think I have enough evidence, but. What do you think, Melissa? Oh, I've been saying for a while now we're all desensitized to a lot of things. Language. I mean, but think about think about Top Gun, right? The language of Top Gun was pretty bad, wasn't it? Yeah. And so I mean, if you look at movies we watched in our childhood, like that we probably shouldn't have been watching, but that were out there. But the language was really bad. I mean, comparatively speaking, it was really bad. Mm-hmm. And so that's all I'm saying. I think that we're kind of going back to that 80s mentality sensibility about language where it just isn't as big of a deal. 
Um, but but Americans are pretty puritanical when it comes to things like that. Like we don't necessarily think about it, but we are. Americans are pretty puritanical. Like Brits, Brits are a lot less concerned about foul language than Americans are, mm-hmm. for instance. So. Speaking of puritanical, I'm actually make a Quaker reference because we stopped. I stopped on the way back, driving from Maine back. I stopped in Philadelphia. Uh huh. And guess what? Killing me, by the way. But anyway, go ahead. Um. Stop. I was like, so we just got food to go and stay at to stay in the hotel. There was a Wawa gas station there. Guess what? Philadelphia. Guess what? They don't sell in Pennsylvania at gas stations. What? What? Beer. What? Yep. Can't buy beer at the gas station in Pennsylvania. That's bizarre. Probably like, revenue at the sit go down the road. I was like, I was like. <laughs> I walk, and I was, it's like it's a big nice Wawa right it's a big nice one I was like I was expecting a beer cooler to be honest with you it was such such a nice one big new and I was like hey where's your beer and the guy's like um this is this is Pennsylvania where only grocery stores and whatever their ABC stores are allowed to sell alcohol and I'm like I started laughing I was like really like still and I was like, you guys can't ever make fun in the South again. And then I walked out. How did he respond to that? I don't know, because I just walked out. <laughs> it's like, you can't buy a beer at a gas station. What's the point in having the like this? Even even now, you can you can buy booze on a Sunday in South Carolina and a lot of places. So mm-hmm. that's impressive. Now the liquor sure. can't stay open after seven, but meh whatever yeah. so then that was a little fun fact when you said puritan made me think of the quakers yeah they're different entirely i know they're different but it just made me think of that like yeah you said the puritanists i was like well the quakers weren't much better yeah. they were friendly yeah they were they were friendly um the puritans were religious extremists but anyway they were religious extremists <laughs> not as extreme as the pilgrims but they were still pretty extremists <laughs> sorry Sorry. It's okay. I can't help it. It's what I do for a living. It is what you do for a living. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, have we discussed what we're going to discuss? I think so. Like, so our, in our final analysis, both Loki and Black Widow are thumbs up across the board. Thumbs up across the board. Thumbs up across the board. And would watch again. Absolutely. Yep. I'm with you. Absolutely. And looking forward to what if yeah. as well. What's coming out? Like, what does this yeah. open up? What possibilities yeah. does this open up? Yeah. I'm kind of excited about, especially like with the Loki, the multiverse. Right? The yeah, you sent us a link to what if, and that's why I brought it up because I was like, don't let's not forget that. I feel awesome. Doctor Strange is coming on. So I feel, I don't know. Like has anybody looked into that like is there anything dr strange coming out i feel like this opens up possibilities for dr strange yeah i sent out a um i sent out a trailer for what if and it is one of those um it was a comic book for a long for a long time as well yeah yeah and i and i saw that this evening before we were before we were potting obviously and i was like huh 
um, you know, I, and I think that might be interesting and Disney's doing it, you know, and it, it is, it is animated. And I think they have a lot more flexibility with animation, right? Because you can, you can kind of just not worry about the actors themselves so much as long as you've got decent voice actors and Disney can pay for decent voice actors. So I think that's cool. So Scarlet Witch is in it, Loki's in it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's going to be good. Bruce Campbell's in it. Yes. So there you go. Melissa, what are you checking out? Oh, I was just looking to see if there's anything coming up like Doctor Strange. It seems like that would just kind of. It's March, March 25th, 2022. There is? Did I miss yeah. it? Doctor Strange, March March 25th, 2022. Yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying. Scarlet Witch is in it. Loki's in it. Um, and like I said, Bruce Campbell's in it, which makes me ex exceptionally happy. Rachel Adams, McAdams is in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So... Very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, so we are all liking thus far what we've seen. Um, and we've got things we're looking forward to, including, I guess, the Suicide Squad. I think Suicide we should Squad, Dune. Dune. Yes. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Dune. I think. Are there any? We haven't really been paying attention to like Netflix originals. Do they release information about that? I don't even look that up. Like, do we look into like what Netflix originals might be coming out? Well, they've been putting out some really good stuff. Ripper's on its third season, but that's a romantic drama that. What's I that? Enjoy. Romance? Yeah. Say what? <laughs> drama that I enjoy. Virgin River is out. Um, trying to think what else I've been watching. Like. I was sick a couple weeks ago and I watched King Arthur Legend of the Sword about three times, um, which is just an older movie now, but, but I can fall asleep watching it, but because I've seen it so many times, it's okay. Can I ask you guys about Outlander? You haven't asked me about Outlander, no. Because I've, I've, I've heard it was good and I should watch yeah. it. Um, it is based on uh, Donna Gabaldon's long-running series i as as many romance novels as i've read and as much romance as i've consumed i have never ventured into the outlander series um mostly because i don't like time travel okay most have you seen it? yeah i heard if you enjoyed 365 you would enjoy outlander oh okay intrigued <laughs> what about if you enjoyed say bridgerton you would also enjoy Outlander. All right. I think it's the happy place between the two. Yeah. Bridgerton is filming um, season two. So that's a Netflix original, and I'm excited about that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's, there is stuff on, on uh, Netflix. I'm trying to think what else I've been watching on Netflix recently, and most of it has been just kind of... <laughs> Sort of, but Loon. huh? I love Doc. Oh, yeah. it's my favorite. Tombstone well, is my it's favorite. A different Doc Holiday. It's the name of our podcast. Yeah, it's um, it's a different Doc Holiday, and um, the Doc Holiday in this one actually was um, he was sick with tuberculosis, like yeah. You know, 
and um, he made a deal with a witch and she made him immortal, but tossed him down a well. So he lived in a well for a hundred plus years, 120 years, 130 years, and was stuck in this well, never aging because he's immortal, right? And um, until Winona Earp, who was a descendant of Wyatt Earp, pulls him out. And um, it was on season four last time I checked, but yeah, it's, it's not... Um, it's a cult favorite kind of show. It's not a show that has a real big following, I wouldn't say. Does that make sense? So, anyway. All right. Well, if we have talked about what we're going to talk about, then we can probably let everybody move on with their day. Um, is there anything you want to say to wrap this up, Melissa? You or know, I'm a creature of habit. Tell, or tell us where to find you on the socials and all that stuff too. Um, so yeah, on all the social medias, basically Paxi Babe mm -hmm. um, on Instagram and uh, Twitter, which I never ever even check anymore. Um, but yeah, and then Frankie, where can we find you? find me at GooniFet on both Twitter and Instagram. Um, that's it. Okay, and you can find me, Sally, as Palmetto Blue on Twitter and on Instagram as well. Um, I do periodically check Twitter, unlike Melissa, and um, I pop over to Instagram too, fairly routinely. Um, is there anything you would like to say to wrap it up, Melissa? Again, creature of habit. Um, as a huge Wonder Woman fan, I will say truth and justice. Frankie? I'm going to say look for mermaids. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unpack that. Unpack that for us, you know, please. They're magical creatures, right? You know, they're at the beach, just like, like have something to look forward to. Like, kind of. I was, there's like a couple of mermaid stickers I saw while I was in Acadia. So that's why it's kind of on my mind. I was like, you know, don't doubt magical creatures. They're out there. They're out. I like that. I really do like that. Thank you. I need, I kind of needed to hear that yeah. today. So thank you. Sally? Well, I am going to go with what I have been going with for a while now, and that's Save Ben Solo. And so I'll see everyone later. Bye. Bye. Bye.